Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. For more information and to donate online, go to 3cr.org.au. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Dirt Radio. Organic. Friends of the Earth. Activism. Underground. Political action. Necessary. Wind farms. Indigenous struggles. Land rights. Anti-nuclear. Nanotechnology. Climate change. Coal barons. Mining magnates. Activists. Educating. Communities. Transforming. Communities. Mobilising a sustainable planet. Get involved now. Friends of the Earth. Friends of the Earth. Friends of the Earth. Dirt Radio. Good morning and welcome to Dirt Radio. This year at Friends of the Earth, we are celebrating 45 years of resistance. That's 45 years we've been mobilising communities, resisting the oppressive forces of patriarchy and capitalism and transforming our future to be one that is free and just for all. Uh, My name is Megan and I'm coming to you live from the studio in Fitzroy. I would like to acknowledge the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nations, the traditional owners of this land, and pay respects to their elders past, present and emerging. Today on the show we'll be hearing from PNG environmental activist Emmanuel Penny about a mining project that is threatening the pristine waters of the Sepik River in Papua New Guinea. Manu, as he's known, spoke to Friends of the Earth at the AGM over the weekend about his work in raising awareness of the potential destruction of his homeland and the fight he has embarked on to save it. Stay tuned after this community service announcement as Manu introduces himself. From October the 28th to the 31st, some of the worst climate criminals will be gathering for the International Mining Conference, IMARC, at the Melbourne Convention Centre. Blockade IMARC is an activist alliance committed to putting a stop to the mass destruction caused by extractive industries across the globe and the harm they cause to communities and ecosystems. We need your help to be part of this blockade. Find out how at blockadeimark.com or check out our Facebook page, Blockade IMARC. A 3CR supporter. My name is Rigimban Nambi. Uh, It's my traditional name. I was born into that name. That name connects me to my clan, connects me to my river, the fish, the sago, the trees, and connects me to my family. Um, and everything around me. It means um, prohibited. So I'm like the, the boundary that prohibits other people into my clan. And my father's name, Nambi, is season. So it's a season for prohibition or prohibit. Um, but all my papers, my passport says Emmanuel Penny, and I use Manu for short. Long name, long story. I'm from Papua New Guinea in the Sipic region. So it's twice this state. That's the land size. 60 plus percent is covered with rainforest. Um, some of the last remaining rainforests of the world. Um, we've got a population of about 800, 8.2 million people. And 80% of them live in rural um, 
in a rural setting. The river is about 100 kilometers plus. Uh, it's the last uh, pristine rivers, one of the la- last pristine rivers of this world. When I said pristine, um, when I was there, you know, you could literally go out and catch a wild crocodile there. It's, it's almost untouched. I mean, I was saying last night, you know, when there's a high flood, all the snakes and other animals come and live with us in, in, in our houses. We don't, we, we live, you know, together and uh, we relate to them. Our cultures are intact. Um, many of the species of plants and animals that you probably don't see anywhere else in, in freshwater ecosystems still there. Um, our project, Project Sipit, this is a two-man team. Uh, we've just started working really aggressively in the last 18 months, but myself, I started organizing from Port Mosby in 2016. Um, the first thing we did, uh, we looked at the laws, the, like several laws that, uh, that supports setting up a mine, and one of the things we had to do quickly was to object all the warden hearing. So we published a warden hearing. That was a good, good work that we did. Collected signatures, went to the ward, ward, <coughs> warden hearing. You know warden hearing? Yeah, they call up people around the area and they ask them if you want the mine. Um, so we did that. That was in 2016. I was coordinating from Port Mosby. It was, imp- it was really difficult because um, people on the ground sort of had um, inadequate skills and knowledge and couldn't speak, couldn't read as well and couldn't write. So I had to quit my work and go back to, um, to WeWork. So 2018, June was the time we got really um, aggressive. We were on um, mainstream media and we were using media from outside Australia, uh, outside Papua New Guinea, mainly in Australia. You're tuned into 3CR on 855 AM and online. And today on Dirt Radio, we're listening to Emmanuel Penny, who grew up and lives along the Sepik River in Papua New Guinea and is working tirelessly to raise concerns about the proposed copper and gold mining project on PNG's uh, west and east Sepik provinces by Panost, a Chinese-owned Australian-based company headquartered in Brisbane. The mining activity threatens to destroy the health of a major river system poison fish stocks and potentially even create unrest in the region. Here's Manu with an update on what stage the project is at. Thank you. So um, they've been exploring, and I was part of the pre-feasibility assessment, and all the assessment was done by a company in Australia called Coffee, C-O-F-F-E-Y, Coffee Natural Systems, and then they, they merged with Coffee Developments. It's now just Coffee. So right now... They've submitted their EIS, the Environmental Impact Statement, and they're waiting for public to give the feedback. And the time for this is up until the 31st of December this year. And um, they released the EIS in April this year, but none of us, any one of us, could get a copy of it until September this year. Based on that... They advertised that they released it. We didn't get a copy until September. So based on that, the government and everyone are now calling for the department responsible to extend the time frame for us to give our responses to the EIS. We still haven't heard from them, and it's 
there is a new twist to the whole story because another company owned by Chinese government called uh, MCC or Ramu Nickel in Medang had a deep sea tailing slurry um, uh, disaster and so far two people have died 600,000 people have no access to water and cannot access the oceans and fish and anything else in there so it's one of the big disasters that has happened in September one of the greatest grandest plans from this EIS is to build a huge dam to keep the tailings disposal and our geologist senior geologist, very experienced geologist has said it's not just a cyanide now but um, the open rocks are going to give um, very uh, low levels of pH that means it will be very acidic Plus, arsenic is also going to be dumped in there. You're on Dirt Radio with Megan. We are listening to Emmanuel Penny talk about uh, the threats facing the Sepik River, uh, the region where he grew up in Papua New Guinea. Um, And he is speaking to to a group of people from Friends of the Earth uh, over the weekend. Um, And... Yeah, so he's also spoken about the failure of this Australian-based Chinese state-owned mining company's failure to seek pre, uh, sorry seek free, prior and informed consent from the local custodians of the land. He goes on to tell us what needs to be done going forward. Everything is it belongs to the people. So whenever there is a large-scale um, development project, the first thing they would do is follow the FPIC, the Free Prior Informed Consent. Using that, they go and consult the people and educate them about this project and then ask them if they want to be involved. But our experiences um, since time, since projects started, since development of projects in Papua New Guinea, has been these consultations have always been just tokenistic, just going there. And that's why one of our strategy was we got people to not allow them to even talk to them and not allow any pictures to be taken. Um, and I've been involved in so many of those and I've sat in conversations where, oh, don't worry about them. It's already a yes. We just go and tick the box and say, we've spoken to these people. Yes. I've been in a, in a position where I'm with the people that are consulting. And because of my years of experience, I've organized the people, well, my team has organized the people to not even be seen talking to, to, the, to the government and the mining company. Yep. Moving forward, it's complicated because we're fighting our government, first and foremost. The systems are the provincial government, the leaders that are leading that government. There are seven members of parliament um, the main one is the governor of the province. Uh, and then after that, we're fighting. First, we thought it was easy. We'll fight partly the Chinese because it was a Chinese company. So we're thinking, who are the shareholders of this? And the 20% was owned by a Canadian mining company called, called Highlands Pacific. So we said, great. There's some 20% Canadians will be supportive of us. They will listen to us. But since then... The company's been bought off by um, Chinese, um, China, the government of China, through its province called Guangdong Province. 
So it's now owns by the government. It's a state-sponsored company. So we backtrack and said, so how do we do this now? We don't have shareholders to target to get on board in the conversations. Um, but then our strategy became important for Australia because uh, we felt that this was a Chinese company, state-sponsored <coughs> company, owned by the government of China and operating out of Australia using your laws, your legal infrastructure, and using um, our relationship with Australia means if Panost is going up as an Australian company, we'll be more warmer to accept it. Like, yay, that's an Australian company. We've got a relationship there. So they're using that, plus also the quality of your brand. You know, made in Australia. This is your name. So that's what they're riding on. So we thought, maybe we'll go to Australia and make a big splash so that Australians will, will know that this is what's happening. So it's a Chinese company uh, using your name to go up and destroy your neighbor. So that's kind of like our, um, our, our, one of my many purposes of coming here is to tell Australians, everyday Australians, to know um, what can you do about it. So this could be something like we could work on as a strategy to inform Australians. So Manu, can you tell us about uh, why you've come to Australia? This has been a, uh, in the plans for our project, Project CPIC, which um, Zef and I, Aaron Windu and myself, uh, have been working on in the last 19 months. We've um, planned on, on, on Zef and I and myself and three others to come here to bring some message to Australians um, and also to visit the office and talk to the directors of Panost. Um, we wanted to tell them in the most nicest way, um, without bagging or doing anything like that, to say, you know, the river is not just a river. It's, it's, a, it's a living spirit and it's a home for us and it's our livelihood. We wanted to tell them that we are the, the, the guardians of the river. We were born to be the guardians, the stewards. It's our role and our only role is to make sure that it continues to live and when it's alive, it, 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 um, it lives in us and it saves us. And, and yeah, we wanted to tell them because of that, you know, they shouldn't be thinking about destroying it or doing anything to the river. And we wanted to tell them to, to, to pack their things and go back to it. So that's my message from the 400,000 people of Sipik, plants and animals and the river itself. That's the voice I carry to tell them to pack up and go. Um, we will continue to do awareness in town now because that's where the government state, the government offices are. And when members of parliament from Port Mosby fly in, they stay in the towns. So that's where the awareness is taking place. We're showing them movies of all the disasters in Papua New Guinea and the world and telling them what could possibly go wrong. Um, but from my trip into Australia, I think I, I, I said it at the start, that could be the kind of conversation or how you could frame to get support here. Mm. Yeah. Like I said, our um, media spaces are very limited. It's only social media that we use, and then once in a while it, get picks, it gets picked up with, by Radio Australia and Radio New Zealand, and then it comes back as a as a proper news 
Otherwise, the government doesn't want to listen to it. So if you could raise that kind of awareness or make connections or collaborate in a particular activity, um, that, would be, that would be really great. Yeah. You're listening to Dirt Radio on 3CR. And today we've been listening to PNG environmental activist Manu Penny uh, speaking to various members of Friends of the Earth over the weekend uh, at our annual general meeting. Um, And he's in Australia at the moment raising awareness about the Australian-based Chinese state-owned mining company Panost that has plans to build gold and copper mine in the pristine catchments of the Sepik River in PNG. So you've just heard there that Manu is looking for all the help that he can get. He's looking for support from Australians uh, to put pressure on our government, uh, to put pressure on Panos to abide by Australian laws, and uh, really to protect his homeland, which is being threatened by this uh, mining development in the river region. And it just seems like an all too common a story from Ecuador to PNG uh, to even places in our outback, um, you know, indigenous peoples across the world are being threatened by uh, mining projects and extractive industries that uh, threaten to take away their culture and take away their homeland. So get in touch um, if you want to help out. Contact us through our Facebook page, uh, Friends of the Earth Melbourne, or, um, yeah, reach out to Manu. Look him up on the internet and reach out to Manu because he's really looking for all of us to come together and support him. And it is really just such a worthy cause. Uh, I'd like to say thanks to Manu for joining us over the weekend uh, and for bringing these issues to our attention. And also thanks to Robin Tubenfeld, who uh, recorded the audio and has shared it with us. Of course, if you missed uh, missed our recordings uh, or any of our shows, you can always catch up on our podcasts available at 3cr.org.au forward slash dirt radio. And if you like what we do at Dirt Radio and at 3CR, you can call up and subscribe at any time. The number is 94198377. We're always looking for support to keep Radical Radio on the air. Um, That number is 94198377. Or you can look us up online at 3cr.org.au. For 45 years, Friends of the Earth has been mobilising communities to resist the destructive industries like coal, gas, nuclear, and to transform our world into somewhere better. Come celebrate with us as we celebrate 45 years of creative resistance. 25th of October at the Gasometer, doors open at 8pm with a welcome to country at 9pm. The lineup includes Alicia Joy, Hello Tut Tut, Mortisville, Claddy, and more. You know it'll be fun because it's Friends of the Earth. See you there. You can get tickets online or at our famous food co-op at 312 Smith Street, Collingwood. Friends of the Earth are a proud supporter of 3CR.
going to the gym? No, I'm going to Friends of the Earth in my active wear, active wear, active wear, active wear. in my active wear shopping in the co-op in my active wear active wear active wear guillotining flyers in my active wear signing a petition in my active wear fixing the internet in my active wear sending campaign emails in my active wear painting a banner in my active wear activating almonds in my active wear active wear active wear acting on climate in my active wear Asking for donations in my active wear. Walking this way in our active wear. Active wear, active wear, active wear, active wear. That's right. It's that time of year again. Walk This Way is coming up fast. It's going to be on November 9 this year. Our annual fundraiser where you can get involved uh, and join us for a wonderful walk. This year we're walking from Ceres along the Merry Creek Trail down to the Abbotsford Convent. It's going to be about 10 kilometres of um, of walking this way with Friends of the Earth uh, and our many partners and allies in the in the field. We'll be hearing from Ceres. We'll be hearing from uh, Wurundjeri with a welcome to country. We'll be hearing from... Uh, many of the Friends of the Earth collectives, including the River Country Collective, the Act on Climate Collective. So, um, yeah, come along and get involved. It's important that you sign up now and start uh, finding people to sponsor you. Um, So, yeah, hop on to walkthisway.org.au and sign up there. Just looking at the leaderboard, we've got Emily Gafer on the top. Our co-host here at Dirt Radio, M. Gafer, is sitting on $365 raised, just above Jamila Rushton, our fundraising coordinator, who's on $315. And coming in third is Lucinda Walker on $270, an impressive effort given that last week when uh, they co-hosted Dirt Radio, they hadn't even signed up yet. So good on you, Lucinda. Um and the collectives leading the way is Act on Climate, followed by Ops. So get involved, sign up, um, and yeah, come along with us because it's going to be a great day. Also coming up at Friends of the Earth uh, is our 45th birthday this Friday night at the Gasometer Hotel. It's going to be a wonderful time. Come along and hear some bands, have... Um, and, yeah, have a good time with Friends of the Earth, old and new. Uh, we'll all be there. So, yeah, 45 years is a, uh, a huge milestone in our history. And celebrating that is our um, history series on Friends of the Earth, which you can tune into today at 3 p.m. on the Acting Up Hour. And uh, today we'll be hearing from the Food Co-op, uh, about the wonderful work they've been doing to uh, bring organics and biodynamics to the people of Melbourne and to resist the um, the pesticides and the chemicals and, you know, all the terrible processes in our food system. So, yeah, that'll be 3 p.m. today on Acting Up on 3CR, so tune in. 
and finally, Transform Waste Movie Night is coming up on October the 30th. That's Wednesday next week. We're going to be watching Earth Rise, which tells the story of the first image captured of the Earth from space in 1968. Told by the Apollo 8 astronauts, the film recounts their experiences and memories as they explore the beauty, awe and grandeur of the Earth against the blackness of space. Yes, and how soon will it be until we can see our landfills from out there? So come along, talk to us about um, ways we can transform our waste system and bring a vegetable dish because um, there'll be food on the table. So come along. And that's just about all we have time for today uh, for Dirt Radio. Thank you for tuning in to another show. Uh, taking us out today, an oldie but a goodie, we're going to listen to Leave It in the Ground by Mook. So we'll catch you next week. College football, it looks like it's going to be UCLA once again in the Rose Bowl. After their blazing victory over the Trojans of USC, the fourth quarter touchdown pass UCLA, a 21-18 victory for 85,000 fans. Here's an urgent flash from our newsroom. In New York City, oh my God, there's been a nuclear accident. I say, out where the wind and the waves say you've nothing to say but yourself. You're fouling the sea and the air, and you're laying the rainforest bare, and you're buying yourself and your manpowered hell, but we all have a story to tell. Uranium round